This is episode 280, how working too hard on yourself is a block to what you desire with Danny. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Here we are, almost a month into 2021. How is your new year going? Are you making sure to put in those self-care practices and processes that keep you grounded, that keep you connected to your own truth, that keep you connected to people you love, that keep you connected to good food and sunshine and exercise? And I'm not saying this from a place of pressure or to should on you. I just am encouraging you to really, really embody being grounded in yourself in your healthy practices and your supportive habits. Because as we move through what seems to be another <laughs> externally tumultuous year with a lot of changes and a lot's going on, your self-care practices, your grounding practices, your things that connect you to your own inner voice and the voice of the divine, however you connect to that, are going to become even more of a non-negotiable. And I'm not coming at this from a place of you need to do this to work on yourself. You need to do this to heal your childhood issues. It's really coming from a place of this is how you tap more into the frequencies of love and gratitude and presence and freedom and relief and all those really good feelings is through practices that really, really support you. I am all for working on yourself and working on your stuff and healing your childhood. And you'll hear a great example of that in today's call. We need to balance that out. It's, it's critical to balance that out with just being, just moving into radical acceptance of where we are. And there are times where we're going to need to dig and we're going to need to process and we're going to need to go to retreats and hire people and all of that. And then there are going to be times where we realize, wow, Maybe I'm working a little too hard on myself and maybe that's a block. Maybe working so hard on myself is continuing to reinforce a belief that there's something wrong with me. And this will all make a bunch more sense when you listen to the call with Danny. And this is going to sound like a contradiction because I'm saying don't work too hard on yourself. And then I'm going to talk to you about our inner child workshop. The reason I love our inner child workshop, and we have another one coming up in March is because it isn't about working on yourself. That's not what we teach in that workshop. It's really about connecting to that little one, letting go of some things you've been carrying around and bringing your past self into their future, your present. Let me say that again, bringing your little girl or little boy, little one into their future, which is your present, where you can help them feel safe. You can help them feel enough. You can help them feel loved. You can give them a space for your feelings. And you'll see a beautiful example of this in my call with Danny. And why I really invite all of you to take this workshop is because you'll see with Danny when Steph and I are holding that space, that safe space, kind of like a mom, dad space for you. It's so much easier to connect your inner child and you don't need to have memories or any of those things. We 
really teach you how to do this without having any specific memories. It's so much easier when we hold that space for you and then you have a reference point and then you can do it yourself. So you can go to christinehassler.com slash inner child to join us. It is March 19th through 21st. It is recorded if you can't make it live. And also we have scholarships. So please don't let money be an obstacle. If you really feel called to this work, send an email to Jill, look at the website. We'll find a way to make it work. And I know a lot of you can make it work. You can really invest in yourself and invest in your growth. And like you've heard me say many times before, the ROI return on investment on yourself is one of the highest. So again, christinehassler.com slash inner child. And speaking of support, let's talk about a different kind of support kind of support that ladies need with our bras. I don't know about you, but if I have an uncomfortable bra on or one that doesn't fit, it is just like suffocating and I cannot wait to take it off and I never wear it again, which is why I love Third Love. Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women's to design bras with all day comfort and support. They stand behind their products. If you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days and they have more than 80 sizes. Every third love bra is made with signature memory phone cups, no slip straps, and a scratch free band. From cups double A to I, including half cups and bands 30 to 48. I love my third love bras. They're the one that always goes in my suitcase whenever I travel. And I'm so glad that I actually know my accurate bra size that I got by taking their Fit Finder quiz. So if you're not sure about their size, Take Third Love's online Fit Finder quiz and find a style and size that fits your shape and your body. 2021 is your time to feel even more you, even more comfortable. Focus on what makes you happy, starting with better bras and underwear. You know, ladies and gentlemen, those underwear that you tend to wear too much and save your good underwear for a special occasion, it's time to throw them out. If you had your underwear for too long, if it has any holes in it, if it's stretched out, the little elastic is coming out. Take it into the trash and treat yourself to some new bras and underwear. Go to thirdlove.com slash over it to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your purchase. Again, thirdlove.com slash over it to get 20% off your first purchase. That's T-H-I-R-D-L-O-V-E.com slash over it for 20% off today. And now on to my session with Danny. Danny, welcome to the show. How can I help? Thanks, Christine. Thank you for having me on, first and foremost. I guess recently I've undergone, you know, a lot of transition I'm sure we all have during COVID. And in the last couple of months, I've been experiencing quite a bit of a depression that I haven't been able to get out of, just a bit mm. of a funk. And it's kind of come to this, well, you know, the last year has sort of made decisions for me mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way. My life has completely you know, done a 180. I guess I'm just experiencing a bit of a loss of identity, you know, feeling burnt out, unmotivated, and particularly with career. And of course, it's trickled out into every other aspect of my life. And, you know, circumstantially, everything has changed. And I think it's just starting to catch up on me now. And I'm trying to simplify and I'm trying to slow down. I just really don't want to do anything. I started my own life coaching business in the last nine month or maybe nearly a year now that I've been going at that. And that's been up and down. 
it's been good in a lot of ways too. I've proved a lot to myself, like in terms of, you know, getting clients to begin with. But, you know, I went from being a full-time musician for, you know, the last 12 years and now Mm. taking a career pivot and obviously starting a business in 2020. Did you make that career pivot because you couldn't perform anymore or were you already deciding that you wanted to be a coach? Yeah. So I decided I wanted to be a coach in January, in January last year. Okay. So it was just before all the COVID stuff happened. So I just, I started to pivot there basically because I'd gained some sort of overnight confidence that maybe I could do that as well because Mm. I've never had any other passion but music. And then I thought, you know, I could really do this life coaching stuff Mm. and I really enjoy it and Mm -hmm. I really love it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And did you get certified, have any training or did you just decide that's what I'm going to do? I got certified. Mm -hmm. I did my diploma. I I still have one unit because, you know, it has to be practical and Mm -hmm. sat in. Mm -hmm. So, so I've still got a little bit of that to go. And I did another modality as well that I'm certified in. So beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So if you Mm -hmm. could, if you could drill down your question to a sentence, what would it be? Mm. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes to get clarity, we have to be clear with our questions. I guess the the thing that I've always gone after is my career Mm -hmm. and I've never made it in the way that I've wanted to have. I've never had the success that I've wanted to. And I feel like there's either a massive block or I'm not getting the message clearly Mm -hmm. as to what I'm supposed to do and which way to go. How -hmm. much energy and effort have you put into your career? How much time both in time you've actively spent on it and time you've spent thinking about it, has it taken up in your life? <laughs> like all my time. Yeah. And what's that emotion that's coming up? Um, it's like grief, but sadness. Yeah. And just like, just that burnt out feeling of. Yeah. That's what I was feeling. So that's, yeah. that's from my point of view, what the depression is. It's like, it's, it's almost similar to a lot of times when people finally take a vacation, they get sick. Because the body's like, oh, we're finally resting. All this stuff that I've been holding back can finally come up. And yep. so let's let's explore this a little bit. What yep. do you think that this focus and this drive on your career has distracted you from? I think since I was a little girl, I wanted to be a musician, and I still do. There's, that won't change, but... I think this image of having that success was like a respite for me growing up because I had quite a dysfunctional family. And and I think I'm realizing now that like the desire for that career success just came from like the desire to have reprieve from my life. So I don't know if I've ever really built that desire off a solid foundation or if it's like an escapism or what it is. Yeah. So the beautiful thing about our soul or consciousness, however you want to say it, is that it will not give us momentum on things that are distractions, escapisms, addictions, coping strategies. Basically, the soul or consciousness really loves authenticity and wants to support us in living our most fully expressed life. So what I'm picking up on, and you tell me if this resonates, is that Mm -hmm. your career and work for so long, it's been a coping strategy. 
It's been a place you can escape to. It's been a place you can throw in all your effort and all your focus so you don't have to feel a lot of the things that you experienced in your childhood and the leftover feelings that you still carry around from that. It's been, like I said, a distraction. And now when you're in this place where you don't have a lot of momentum, both because of logistics of 2020 and just where you are, you're you're also feeling burnt out because anything that we do from a place of lack, from a place of wanting it to be a coping strategy, takes a lot of effort. It's sort of like, have you ever seen a photographer trying to take a family photo and there's a baby that won't look at the camera and he has to shake a stuffed animal and make all kinds of crazy gestures to get the kid to look at the camera? Have you ever seen mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. It, that's sort of what you're doing energetically. You have to like yeah. do so much to get the baby to look at the camera, <laughs> meaning you have mm-hmm. to distract yourself so much to kind of look away from the things that you really need to look at in your life. Mm. And so this burnout, well, the beautiful thing about burnout is that it's a wake up call and it is an opportunity for us to go, whoa, like how have I been driving myself? How have I been living in a way that's not really sustainable? So let me, let me ask you that. How have you been driving and living in a way that hasn't been sustainable? I think what comes to mind is the amount of pressure I put on myself and the Mm -hmm. expectation to achieve. And I look at my life and I go, well, I haven't achieved what I've wanted to. And, you know, when you say, you know, putting all my focus and efforts into career, I, I sort of, I do resonate with that, but I also look at my focus and efforts and I've never really put everything in into career because I've always had the idea that I wanted to live a balanced life. So most, for the most part, I've only done like part-time work, but I think the difference is that I've only focused on music and there is no nine to five is in music. There mm-hmm. is no steady income. There mm-hmm. is no, you know, the certification of having 12 years of experience in the industry only works for the industry. It doesn't work for anything else. So I think in a way I've just put all my eggs in that one basket for so long and now I'm 32 and I'm sort of going, oh, even if I wanted to, you know, break away and get a stable, consistent income, then it would be harder to do so. Let me go back and ask you a question. So in the living a balanced life, have Mm -hmm. you put intention and effort into healing a lot of your past? and getting out of some of the, the feelings, emotional habits and programs and memories that come from your past? Hell yes. I have done a lot. I've been, you know, avidly doing that since my first wake up call at 19. So Mm -hmm. a good 13 years. And, you know, within that time, there's definitely been times where I haven't wanted to do the work, but I've always been so determined. It's been my other passion Mm-hmm. just like spiritual seeking and, and development. Not to say that I've covered it all, but yeah, so I definitely do. Have you noticed a theme here? Many, many cycles and themes over the time. Yes. So the theme um, I'm noticing is that you're always working really hard on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not working really hard on something, then I'm being hard on myself about it. it. Exactly. 
Exactly. And so even personal development can be a distraction. (laughs) That's true. From just actually being and feeling like, what if you were just to go into radical acceptance of how Mm -hmm. you feel right now and you didn't try to fix it? What would happen? Yeah, totally. It's probably exactly what I need because I keep hitting walls and yeah, what that, that resonates a lot. There's a, a theme or a pattern here. And this is Mm -hmm. what I was picking up on earlier of distracting Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. of not wanting just to be, because I don't know what was dysfunctional about your family, but when there's Mm -hmm. any dysfunction, there's usually some chaos. There's usually some uncertainty. There's a feeling of not feeling safe to just be. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And so the way that you've kept yourself safe is keeping yourself busy either on building your career or on doing your personal development work or whatever it is. Like you're always kind of looking for something. Yeah. And even like looking like I've got it all together from the outside. So people can't see in and now it's not like that. And people are like, what's going on with Danny, like (laughs) this isn't typical of her, but now I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. I can't wear that mask. And if we could see into Danny, what would we see? The real Danny. Well, not that I don't show her, but I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, A girl who (laughs) fundamentally just needs love Mm -hmm. and who's got a lot to give, Mm -hmm. who, you know, has the best of intentions. Mm -hmm. She's sort of like at her core, she's sort of very innocent and, you know, sort of like the fool in the tarot Mm -hmm. archetype, but the world or her circumstances or her mindset hasn't allowed her to be that. Well, it sounds like the fact that she hasn't felt safe. What I really Mm -hmm. see when I look into Danny is I see an artist. I see a very, very, very creative woman. I see someone who loves deeply. And I also just see a scared little girl because she doesn't feel safe. And she has so much to create and so much to give. But because that safety isn't there, she's a little fanatic about it and frantic about it and kind of running around trying to make things okay when all she really wants is for someone to say, you're safe, I see you, and I love you, and there's nothing you have to do. Yeah. And it's funny that when people do say that to me, I don't, I can't take it in. It doesn't really hit me. Mm, why it do you think that is? Because I've never felt safe. So it feels like, A, they're lying to me. B, yeah, 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 you say that now, but just wait, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it's always yeah. that expectation that it it won't be. So there's a lot of defense mechanisms in place, which is fine. Mm. But let's see Mm. if we can, let's see if we can give you an experience of safety because people can say it to you for years and years, but until you embody it, it, it'll be nice to hear, but Mm. it doesn't shift things until you embody it. That's true. So just close your eyes for a moment. Sure. And put one hand on your heart, which Mm -hmm. is your center of love and one hand on your belly which is your center of self and your center of safety. Take some deep breaths. 
Now, I just want you to imagine little Danny. Maybe at a time when she felt really unsafe. You don't have to go back into the memory, but just see what age pops into mind. What age pops into mind of when she felt really unsafe? I'm getting like seven. Seven. Okay, so just see her. And just see her fear. See her confusion. See her anxiety. See her longing for a grown-up to give her some stability and protection and safety. You see and feel all that? Yes. Yeah. And now I want to give you the opportunity to be that grown-up and invite her into her future, into the present day with you. Invite her into the safety of your arms. See if you can be that loving adult for her that she never had. Just with your own words, I don't want to tell you what to say. Just with your own words, how would you invite her out of the past where she felt really scared and into the now where she can feel safe? What would you say? Let's say, hey, little one, do you want to come with me away from all this? We can go somewhere where it's nice and peaceful and it's just you and me. You can feel safe and loved and supported. Hmm. And what happens when you say that? Oh, she's here with me now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just breathe yeah. into that and feel, feel the chair you're sitting on or the couch or wherever you're sitting. Feel yourself supported by the earth. Feel the safety that you're giving her. And the divine's giving you. And just allow yourself just to be. And you can be with the sadness and you can be with the depression and you can be with all of it. There's no wanting to be anywhere else. You can just be here with her, with you, in this place of safety. And what happens in your body when you start feeling safe? I just feel calm and much more certain. Mm Mm-hmm. Certain of what? Of like the moment rather Mm -hmm. than being in projection. Yes. So one of the things that happens when we grow up in an uncertain environment is we're always trying to predict and control the future Mm -hmm. because we're looking for safety in a future event. Yes. And your work, your opportunity is to find safety in the present moment. Yeah. Come into your heart, come into your belly, find that safety and allow whatever feelings need to come up to come up because the busyness of your life has been a bit of a distraction from the bigger feelings because you haven't felt safe and still enough to feel them. And you don't have to sit and swim in grief and depression and sadness and anxiety once you feel that feeling of safety, you can actually start to feel love. Yeah. Can you see yeah. how by connecting to that past version of you and inviting her into the future with you now or the present with you now, her future, your present, that you're starting to feel more in your heart and you're starting um, to notice there's a little more love? 1,000% and even more so doing it with you right now 
is so much more powerful for some reason. I guess I'm much more tapped in mm. having you guide me. So yeah, it was, yeah, it feels quite powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you have a reference point, you'll be able to do it for yourself. Mm. Yeah. A hundred percent. And the safety is one of those core wounds that I've carried around and mm -hmm. Yeah, it all makes perfect sense that life has stopped in the way that it has because it's trying to point me towards that simplification and just being. And that's that's the one thing I haven't tried consistently, just being, because I've tried everything else. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and that, that running around and trying and doing and working and all of that is not making you feel safe. It's making mm. you feel more frazzled. It's, again, that yeah. dis that distraction from the now. It's so funny because there's no real anticipation of anything in the future right now because I, mm -hmm. I honestly do not know what's going to happen. And that is more than likely why, why I'm feeling so unsafe. Like in my relationships and where I'm living, in my career, it, it's all so uncertain. So no wonder I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. Of but course, of course. It's like exactly what I need. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Y yes. Of course you're feeling that way because it's, it's triggering the childhood wound of uncertainty. Yeah. So again, like what, what you do is resist the habit of going into, I got to fix it. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. You, you know, you resist yeah. the habit of trying to figure it out and you just mm. allow yourself to be in the uncertainty and find safety. Because in the past, uncertainty equaled not safety. Uncertainty equaled yeah. a lot of negative things. So now you're really learning. You're, you're learning a new program, right? You're, you're learning a new way to be with yourself. So we've got this uncertainty. And we mm -hmm. always have uncertainty. We just fool ourselves into thinking we have control. Life is <laughs> completely uncertain. Yeah. But it's even highlighted more so now this past year, especially for you. And so you're using the trigger of uncertainty to bring in the feelings of safety and the feelings of peace and the feelings of being able just to be, because that's the beautiful thing about being a child. No child mm. is thinking about, unless it's Christmas, you know, what they're going to do tomorrow <laughs> at four o'clock or any, you know, they dream and fantasize, but they're really in the present moment. And when you grow up in a home where there was a lot of uncertainty or chaos, it's that, that aspect of childhood is often robbed from you. Oh yeah. As you were saying that, I was like, I do not recall a time when I was like that. Yes. I, I honestly don't. So. Yes. So yeah. part of, I think the depression a little bit is, is not actual depression. It's your mind telling you that you should be doing something. And, yeah. and it's the suppression of some of these deeper grief and sadness emotions that when you feel safe, they'll come up because notice like you felt sad, but then you felt the safety and love came in. Mm. So when we yeah. move through the sadness, the anxiety with compassion and safety, then we move into a frequency of love and we're out yeah. of those, those feelings of sadness. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. hundred percent. It does. So, and I think often what you may think is depression is actually your system learning how to be resourced in uncertain times. 
So it feels like heaviness, but what it really is, let me see if I can articulate this. It it feels like heaviness, but, but what it is, is like everything you've kind of been running from by distracting yourself, like just catching up with you. So it kind of feels like boom. And you just feel Uh like, oh, (laughs) like, oh, we're just hit by something. And so the more you can just sit in that safety and be and, and give yourself that precious present moment and keep reminding yourself you're safe, then one, I bet some of the depression will lift. And two, you know, it's in the unknown that magical opportunities present themselves when we're planning and controlling everything there's little room for the universe to surprise us. Yeah. I just got like a wave of excitement because it sounds like you're saying that I can just like give myself permission to not overthink things, to just be, to like take that soul vacation. And even if that means, Hey, I'm just not going to focus that much on my business right now, because in order to do that, properly well in a way that's like sustainable and and loving towards myself I need to cultivate this feeling of safety and 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 yes you know yeah yeah and I've never fully given myself that permission and when I think I have I'm like oh my god and then I'll go back to what I was doing or try to balance it but it feels like the more I've been in this pushing this burnt out mode the more I have to sort of do like balance the scale on the other end and yeah. And that's scary because it's a lot because I've been so much in the pushing, 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 distracting, trying to achieve, trying like chasing something. Right. So now it's almost like, yeah, that, that opposition that will bring me into balance is like a scary thing. Cause I've never really been there. Yes. I've never really just allowed myself to fully go there, whatever that looks like. Mm. Well, I mm. can hear the shift in your voice. Yeah, mm. for sure. So you are quote unquote doing something. It's more Mm. of an inside job. So the Mm. doing that you're doing is Mm. cultivating that feeling of safety in uncertainty, allowing Mm. yourself to be, allowing the emotions that need to come up to come up, inviting that little girl, seven-year-old in all ages into the now with you. Mm. So she has like a loving adult that can sit with her in the uncertainty and say, we're okay we're safe. No matter what goes on out there, we're okay. Mm -hmm. So you are quote unquote doing something. It's just Mm. more of an energetic and an inside Mm. shift than it is external action. But it's, it is those inside shifts that draw those opportunities to us in the uncertainty and in the unknown that are most aligned. The things we try to yeah. push and plan and create ourselves, the universe has much better plans. Yes, big time. Yeah, yeah. Who am I to think that I can <laughs> control the outcomes and and mm-hmm. you know produce the miracles? I need mm-hmm. to just trust. Yeah, you know, you get yeah. to just trust, and that mm. hopefully is a relief because that's something you've been longing for for a long time. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a massive permission into that. And I've definitely dipped my toe, but I haven't taken that plunge. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Yeah. I need to, and taking the plunge, you know, warrants that I have that trust 
So I guess, yeah, now I've just got to, I've taken many risks in my life. I can, I can do this as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And this mm. actually isn't so much of a risk. What's another mm. word you could say this is? Well, opportunity comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and a shift. Yeah. It's a shift that you're moving into a different way of being. Mm. Yeah. 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 Moving out of distracting and working and fixing and solving and keeping yourself busy and into stillness and safety and finding the yeah. love in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because my mind is, has been like, oh, yeah, Danny, you've done that before and, you know, like it, it, it works and to a degree, but you don't need to, you know, fully jump into that. But it's obviously <laughs> the very thing I need because it's like, well, there's not much to it. You just sort of be and breathe and, mm-hmm. you know, tune into yourself and then that's it. It's like, yeah. is that enough? <laughs> well, and it, 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 it can be confronting. Because when we just are still and we just be, a lot can come up and what Mm. you're going to do is not run from it and not distract Mm. yourself. You're going to face it. You're going to love yourself through it. You're going to keep creating that safety. You're going to be in it. So it's, it's simple and it's confronting. Yeah. If it wasn't, you wouldn't distract yourself all these years. Yeah. I guess when I've sat in it and I've been in it, something has come up and I've tried to fix it. Exactly. I've tried to go, Oh, okay, cool. That's what it is. Great. I have the awareness now. Right now. What am I going to do about it? Like, what do I do? How do I, you know, fix this? And I guess now it's like, it's, you can't fix it as such. You just have to accept and yeah, accept, create safety and and love it. Yeah. Love yourself. And it. it. And then it will be what it will be. Correct rather than trying to, I think my aim in the past has been like, yes, accept it, try and be, and then like, you know, heal it and then it will be done. And then it's the next Move thing that I deal next. with. Yeah. 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 But it's yeah. not like that. Yeah. Let's get you off the treadmill of constantly working on yourself. Yeah. No wonder I'm so burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Does this help? Oh, so much so. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Um, yeah, I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. And I've learned so much from you, like mm-hmm. listening to your podcast in the last couple of years. And yeah, it's, yeah, you're amazing. Oh, as are you. Hopefully we'll get back to Thank Australia you. one of these days. <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much, Danny, for your honesty, for your vulnerability, for your coachability. I always know someone's going to make a great coach if they are coachable, which actually I need to tell you about something else. We are going to be opening enrollment up very soon for our coach training program. It's a six month program and you're going to be mentored by myself and three other master level coaches. It's going to be amazing. And you're going to have an opportunity if you go through our first curriculum to be our coaches in the program moving forward and get paid by us as the program continues. So if you want a little more information on that and be first to be able to apply, go to christinehassler.com slash coach training. This is for people who really want to make coaching their career. Maybe you've already been coaching or you already have some training, but you just aren't getting where you want to go and you really want to be a master coach. You know, how I built my business was I became a master coach. It wasn't Facebook ads, it wasn't ClickFunnels. 
I just got really passionate and good at coaching. And I was always my own best client. So go to christinehauser.com slash coach training. Now let's talk about Dammy. So her initial question was she's in a funk. She even used the word depressed and she really just wanted to figure out what the block was. And what we discovered is it wasn't really so much a block as it was a way of approaching her block. So there is this habit, this coping strategy of working, either working on her career or working on herself. So it was almost a distraction. And and this is, this is sneaky. And I know all of you are committed to personal growth, but we got to be aware of when we're working on ourselves a little too much and sometimes just let it be, be in radical self-acceptance, be in that place of just accepting where we are and shifting our energy into just one of love and gratitude. It's that balance between not brushing stuff under the rug and living in denial, but not overworking on ourselves. So we're always a personal growth project. For Danny, her focus and drive on her career had been a respite from life. It was a bit of an escapism, but it's gotten to the point where it's not working. And she's really asked to go into, like I said, radical acceptance. You know, our our soul or the universe doesn't give us too much momentum on something when it's coming from a place of lack or it's, it's coming from a place of, oh, I hope this takes me away from me. Sometimes we just need to stop and be with ourselves. You know, I see such an artist in her, someone that loves deeply who didn't feel safe. And so she's a bit frantic trying to find her safety. You know, when you grew up in a house that there wasn't a lot of certainty, there maybe was some chaos, there's this frenetic energy that happens of constantly looking for safety, for certainty, and that can keep us very, very, very busy. And so if you relate to that, I encourage you just to stop, slow down. And when we did that, I took her back to imagine little Danny looking and longing for someone to keep her safe. And I had present day Danny go back and pull little Danny into her future, into Danny's present and tell her she was safe. And again, if you really want to do this work with us, it's inner child work. That's just everything. It's such a game changer. Go to christinehassler.com slash inner child. We're starting to enroll now. Back to Danny, when she finally did connect with little Danny and pulled her into her present and made her feel safe, not just with words, but with emotion, she felt calm and more certain. And that's what she was looking for. You know, when you feel calm and certain just in the present, so much momentum can unfold because when we're in the unknown, but we're not freaking out about it, that's when possibilities unfold. I mean, think about it. Think about a time where you weren't planning. You were kind of in uncertainty, but you were actually okay with it. You were just going with the flow of your life and boom, synchronicity, boom, miracles, boom, unexpected, pleasant surprise. So part of what we're all learning, especially with this past year of so much uncertainty in our external environment is how to be in uncertainty and feel okay about it and actually be excited about the unknown. So sit in the safety of uncertainty, learn how to resource yourself in there without needing to fix anything. Let it just be. Must get off the treadmill of constantly working on yourself. All right, everybody, that is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings until next time. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. 
And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe in iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehassler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. <laughs>